Welcome back to the People of the PNW podcast. This is a podcast for Express Employment Professionals Pacific Northwest Region and all of the staffs and offices within our region. My name is Dawn Colston and I am your regional developer and I am here with the fabulous, amazing person I get to hang out with all the time, Kelly Rosso, Director of Franchise Development. An official Dawn Colston sidekick. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> I know how to pick good people to hang out with. That's for sure. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> okay, so the purpose of this podcast is really to take all of the best practices that we learn out in the field. We get to spend time in each of the offices within our region, as well as time with other offices around the country. And we love to share our people, our practices, our processes, and everything we're doing well, because we're really doing it well here. Yeah, we have lots of creative stuff going on, and it's all about highlighting you guys and the great information we learn from you. On top of it, Kelly and I get to spend a lot of time in developer calls and developer training and express training to really make sure that we're staying compliant and learning all the new trends that are out there. So we get to share that information as well. Yeah, so listen in. <laughs> Guess what, people? We have Sherry Milford in the studio today. Sherry Milford, Corporate Developer for Express. Hey, Sherry. Hey, Dawn. I'm so excited to be here and to see your studio finally. This is so cool. Yes, thank you. And you have been listening to our podcast from the beginning and sharing them with Express folks at headquarters. So thank you. And what kind of feedback have you got on what our region is doing? Well, the feedback is fantastic. And everybody loves the tips. And I'm not the only one sharing what you guys are doing. I know that other developers across the West Zone are sharing too. So it's cool stuff. And it makes it very easy to share all of the knowledge that you guys are you know, passing to your teams. Well, we have a pretty seasoned team and offices within our region, so it's so great to brag and share on them and what they're doing. Awesome. Yeah, so Sherry, um, she's going to tell us a little bit about herself and her story to get to Express, but before she does, Sherry is a corporate developer for Express, works in the West Zone, and is focused 100% on office services. So we are so glad to have you because we have a ton of office services in our region. Well, thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. So tell us a little bit about your story, Sherry. Okay, so I've been in staffing for 32 years. Did start with a competitor that I did specialize in office services. And I was actually recruited over to Express by a person that worked for me previously at this company. And I uh, joined the Express family in September of 2015. We are so lucky to have Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm so glad to be here. It was a beautiful, beautiful transition. And uh, truly, I feel like God brought me to Express. So I'm very, very grateful. It's been a wonderful experience. Thanks. So prior to becoming a corporate developer in the West Zone, what were you doing? So my role was field consultant. And honestly, it was very similar. Uh, my team, we focused on growth of office services. But as you know, with the focus from Bill and Steve on really diversifying our business and our 5.5 by 2025, they made the decision to invest and put a corporate developer office services in each zone. Of course, in the West Zone, we're very fortunate that we have two with my colleague Jeremy Flowers as well. And so Jeremy and I are just really focused on helping our franchisees across the West Zone to grow their office services business. I've always felt like a part of the West Zone, but now I'm officially a part of the West Zone. So it's awesome. You are official. 
So Sherry, there is so much like you referred to with Bill and Steve, there's so much emphasis on diversifying our business and expanding into office services and skilled trades. Where are the biggest opportunities for growth within office services in your opinion? So, Don, when we look at overall office services opportunity, um, as shared through the staffing industry uh, through SIA, overall spend in office services in 2017 was $17.3 billion. Ooh, that's huge. Lots of money. And now Express, we had $577 million of that. So just 3% of overall market share. Think of the opportunities out there. I get it now. Yeah, the opportunities are just tremendous. When we look at just our opportunity to cross-sell within our existing clients, in 2018, Express built 82,369 unique companies. Want to take a guess as to how many we build for office services? I'm going to go with... 40%, no, 25% of those. Okay, so we're a little higher than that. We build 26,179, so that's 32% of our clients' build were built for office services. Guys, that's over 50,000 cross-selling opportunities just with our existing client base. The opportunity is huge. Guess what we're working on in our office today? Cross-selling. Yeah, we are. And, you know, the opportunity to cross-sell, it um, helps us to create healthier relationships and to increase the value that we're providing to our customers, which is huge. If they can get everything that they need from Express, why would they go somewhere else? And so it helps us to introduce barriers to exit, and it certainly helps you all to create a much healthier uh, business mix and more sustainable business model. Well, and the best part of that is we are one of very, very few, if not the only service that can provide every element of staffing for a company, for the most part. I mean, we avoid some of that high-risk stuff, but we do a great job of every line of service can be covered with an express. So why not? Why not capture this? Absolutely. And as somebody who actually worked for a very large competitor, that was corporate on the fact that our Offices are franchise locations, and so many of our decisions can be made right there in your market. Again, that just increases the value that you're providing, the partnerships that you have, and um, the presence that you have in your market. Many of our competitors are trying to recruit from offices that are hundreds of miles away. And so the presence that we have in the market and the opportunity that we have to really attract talent and to provide the highest levels of service to our clients, that's huge. Well, not only that, but if you take the whole, like you mentioned, the whole country, we cover the most dots on the map in terms of our competition. And in, in addition to that, our offices within our region have been around a long time, many of them over 30 years. And that's very unique just within the industry, but it's also unique in parts of Express as well to be that seasoned and tenured. Absolutely. And, you know, when we look at overall market share in that $17.3 billion, 10.3 billion of that market share is dispersed among companies that hold 1% or less of total market share. Wow. Sherry, what great opportunity we have to just and I know as I was doing market shares for our region and there's so many markets out there and there's so much opportunity and we are truly like somewhere except for a select few, some of our markets are really capturing a huge amount of market share. 
But in 2019, after we did our CEO roundtable with Bill and kind of talked about the direction, we're really focused on market share and how do we take up more market share. So that's a great statistic and great opportunity of what's left out there for us. Absolutely. Okay. So who are the largest competitors for office services? All right. So the largest competitors that we um, see is identified again through SIA, Aerotech, number one, you've got Ronstad with 1.1 billion of spend, ADECO, 5% market share at 830 million, Kelly Services, 4% uh, of market share at 622 million, Act One is number five, and then Express, we're sitting at number six, guys. It might surprise you because we so often run into Robert Half that we actually are, um, we're in spot six, they're in spot seven. So we actually have slightly more market share. We're right both at 3%, but we're express build 577 million, Robert Half was 560 million. So those are our top competitors. Yeah, and as most people know, in the other side of our traditional business, in the industrial side, we're right there at the top, one or two spots consistently year over year. So the fact that we have that much room for growth in office services is really speaking to why we're committing and dedicating to that direction. Absolutely. And where is that going to put us then? Yeah, just overall in the rankings, it'll be incredible. Okay, Sherry. So let's talk a little bit about some of the biggest roadblocks that we're facing and that offices are experiencing as they start to adopt a dedicated desk for office services. And what does that look like in your opinion? So honestly, those offices that are successful are those offices that really do dedicate, uh, like you have done in your office. You have somebody that is fully dedicated to grow the office services division. And the desk is, um, the pace feels a little different on the office services desk. So it requires a much more proactive approach. Somebody who's really willing to get out and um, build the business themselves. Because oftentimes what we find, our clients remember us for the last job order filled which in many cases is commercial, right? And so we have to be very proactive in building that brand in office services. Um, setting and managing expectations, not just for the office services employment specialist specifically, but with the entire team as a whole. And let's get real. When you've got your commercial employment specialist and they're filling 25, 30 job orders a week or more, and your office services employment specialist is filling five jobs per week, it feels like there's an imbalance, right? I'm working harder than the office services uh, team member is. The reality is that office services employment specialist is really having to work to proactively build their pipeline, nurture clients, find candidates, and oftentimes those candidates are passive candidates. So the pace feels a little different, but that work is really important, especially early on in the process when you're trying to build your brand in your market. So setting expectations with the entire team so everybody understands how the pace is different, what your employment specialist that is focusing on office services will be doing in their day, and really how they can best support that individual. It's uh, certainly an all play. It's not just about the office services employment specialist, but getting everybody on the team and board, on board and painting a picture of what that's going to look like is, is critical. There's also a higher focus on recruiting passive talent. So people aren't just coming to us. We're having to go out and find them, especially in today's market. That means sourcing calls. That means reaching out to candidates who are happily employed perhaps today to figure out what their motivators are to identify 
what might encourage them to consider opportunities from Express. And again, very different mindset. It's not a post and pray. We're actually having to go out and hunt people down for want of a better way to say that. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, true that. And it's so hard, I think, as we go into offices and we visit offices to have you know, 17 orders on the board for industrial and they're active and they're ASAPs and they're asking for, you know, multiple people each. And our office service person might be, you know, trying to fill five orders for one person that starts a few days from now. Like it's a whole different pace, like you mentioned. And it's hard to see a team member in one pace and think that you're not focused on the same things. Like, like the industrial one. And that's a real, the transition of that has been really difficult to watch. But once they do, the cost to have that goes way, way down just because of like the risk level, the injury level, the injury rates, the workers' compensation rates. The margins are typically a lot better at the admin desk. So I think that once we really can get that going and transitioning, the offices that have done it successfully are really, really benefiting and reaping all those benefits of it. Well, absolutely. Again, it's just such a more stable book of business. As you build your brand and your reputation and your market, the opportunities are going to come along with that. And getting an admin associate or office services associate placed, typically those associates are going to be on longer term assignments, generating much higher margin. We're seeing as much as seven, eight, nine dollars an hour in gross margin for the office services desk across the West Zone. So you're talking about double, triple what we oftentimes see on the commercial side. So we're working smarter, not harder, right? But I tell you, as a person who started on the commercial desk and then transitioned to office services very early on in my career, I feel that pain. There's an adrenaline rush when you can take a job order at four o'clock in the afternoon for 20 people to start the next day, and you can make that happen. And uh, office services, little different game. But when we talk about setting and managing expectations, it's absolutely critical not just to set and manage expectations with the entire team, but to set and manage expectations with your clients. And Don, that's another real challenge that we see in this market. We have clients that want to sit on resumes, send me more, send me more. They're losing the best candidates because they're waiting too long to respond. And we need to be willing to step in, take the bull by the horns, and have those conversations right up front to provide our recommendation as to next steps. Not would you like to see resumes, would you like to interview, but I've got a great candidate. Here's how this person meets what you've requested, and they can start tomorrow. How does that sound? Going straight for the direct start whenever possible. Don't let job orders sit too long, guys. As Brett Weinberg has said a number of times, time kills all deals, right? And that is absolutely true on the office services desk as well. Yes, 100% agree. And I do see that so much with the teams that that you're working with and that we're working with. So 100% agree. I also want to add in there that, you know, once, I mean, you did mention it, that they will stay on the jobs a lot longer, but that the process to get them on the jobs is a lot harder as well. We do love those direct starts. Some of the candidates, especially a passive candidate, isn't always willing to give up a job until they know they have one secure. And so that process does take a little bit longer. But man, is it worth it. It is worth it when we're working that system and we're working a full desk and you're 
selling and you're servicing and you're recruiting at the highest levels. And that's what office services really is bringing to your team. I mean, let's talk a little bit about Maya in Seattle. I mean, you've worked with her. What are your thoughts? I have worked with Maya and I hope she won't mind me sharing this. The, the Seattle team just did incredible things. And again, it was Maya leading the charge, but with the support of the entire team. Guys, that team had Maya's back, and they were not going to let her fail. And what we saw with Maya, she was just incredible. Starting on Fast Track, she was a little bit apprehensive about making her sales calls. And she turned the dial, and she was one of the most consistent in hitting her numbers week after week. And the results were in, um, or the proof is in the results that that team achieved. Tremendous year-over-year growth. A lot of people might not know this, but when we look at GM dollar increase year-over-year, Seattle ranked sixth in 2018 for GM dollar increase year-over-year. That's huge. And that speaks to, again, Maya's focus and the fact that the entire team pulled together to make it happen. Congratulations, Team Seattle. It's been such a, an honor to work with you guys and can't wait to see what you continue to do in 2019. Yes, and a big target on their back. I mean, everyone's shooting to to beat up on Seattle and their office services. They And they are mirroring their market. You know, it's been a while since we really had that office services division really, really going at full speed. And they've been in the top 20 multiple weeks throughout this year. And they're just really a strong team. And they're pricing their business like amazing. They are pricing their business strong. So yeah, really strong pricing strategy. And you know, when they hit fast track last year, we did have a debrief as a team. And I asked them, so what's your next goal? And their next goal was to hit the top 20 office services. And you know, I think they even hit the top 10 a few times uh, last year. So it was exciting to see. And they've continued to rank very high in 2019. Yes, for sure. So um, I have a just a couple more questions for you, Sherry. Um, thank you again for being here. But what are some of the common things that we see among offices that have been successful with office services? And as we're talking about these offices that have gone through fast track, you know, what are some of the things that those offices, we did talk about Seattle and working as a team and being an all play, that is definitely on the list. But what about some of the other teams like Tacoma, completely different market, also hit fast track, had turnover at the desk when they were doing it. Jan, the owner, steps in and she nails it to fast track. So what kind of things did you witness with them that really helped them? Well, you know, that was such a great example, truly, of, of this being an all play, right? Because they did experience turnover on the desk and Jan did step in and she made it happen. Team Tacoma happens to be the first office in the West Zone to have achieved fast track for office services. So incredible, incredible accomplishment. And it was great to talk with Jan and just hear her lessons learned too. She said, we really need to get our arms around our candidate pipeline. She, as she started to work the desk, realized that they didn't know enough about the associates in the database. As a result, the office services employment specialist was not confident when making MPC calls. She really didn't know how to lead with that candidate. And so Jan's lesson was, you know, we really need to understand who we're working with. We need to almost re-interview. If we have folks in the database that we haven't spoken to in a while, reach back out. 
get to know them, ask those those quantifiable questions that really paint a picture of the skill set and work experience that they have so that we can then turn around and share that through our sales activities when we're making our MPC calls, but also when we're taking our job orders, right? Client is looking for somebody to answer uh, five to seven incoming phone lines. Well, you have Sally and Sally can answer. She's answered up to 10. And when we can speak in that type of quantifiable detail, again, it just, it helps us to build credibility. We really understand and vet our candidates well, and it's going to build your confidence as you're making calls. So great, great realization, I think, that Jan had. And of course, through that coaching, now they're getting ready to, to launch Fast Track again, come through a second time with Stephen on the desk. And I know, Stephen, you're going to do amazing things in Fast Track for Office Services. Can't wait to launch in Tacoma again. Woohoo! And you're going there this week and you get to spend time with them. So that's fabulous. Yes, I am. All right. So before we wrap this up, um, I do want to mention that we have currently, we have it, Tacoma will be launching, we have three offices in Fast Track right now or four offices, four offices in Fast Track right now, I believe, right? Um, so we have Everett, we have Tacoma getting ready to launch. We have, so Mount Vernon has... And Bremerton. And Bremerton. And I know I'm forgetting someone, or maybe we had a couple other offices go through it. I that think. have already wrapped, yeah. Yeah, so I'm super, super excited. We have just four, five offices in our region that are not working in active office service desks. There are a couple that are blended, but five offices out. So we have a high percentage of our offices that are really excelling in that area. And we owe a lot to you and Jeremy and just Dina in the West Zone to really help drive that support. So well, thank you. thank you. All right. So before we wrap up here, oh. Sherry, any final thoughts that you have that you'd like to share? You know, one other thing I don't know if I put enough emphasis on, we talked about office services and, and success really being driven by the entire team. So much of that has to do with the inside and outside team. And again, offices that have been successful will tell you, you need your outside sales rep and your inside office services, employment specialists. They need to be tied at the hip. They need to be sharing leads proactively. They need to get out and do face-to-face -face team calls together. That information that is gained when we're face-to-face -face with clients, just invaluable. And guys, frankly, it's harder for clients or prospects to ghost us, if they've looked you in the eye, they've shaken your hand, they see how nice you are to work with and how professional you are, they're going to be more responsive. So don't miss the opportunity to get out. Do team calls with your outside sales rep. And a final thought, talk about office services daily. Really drill down, right? Looking at the business as a whole, but drilling down then what's happening with our office services division specifically. Are we achieving our growth goals? And if not, what's getting in our way? And that's one of the real benefits, I think, of Fast Track is that we do drill down. We look at that each and every week. We're assessing what's happening with office services client count, with margin, associates paid. And we do that for 26 weeks. And we see great impact from that type of laser focus. Well, and it makes a huge difference. So thank you, Sherry. And the program is fabulous. And let's get out there and step it up, PNW, because office services is definitely something that's going to continue to carry us in the 
into the future. And some key takeaways for me is all play. Like all play everyone on board, all hands on deck and talk about it daily. So those are some really big key points for us. And so Sherry, always a pleasure to have you. And we are just so grateful to you. So thank you for being here and go PNW. Go PNW. Thank you.